You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. Greetings film fans and welcome to the very first episode of the brand spanking shiny new red version of The Big Review Ski. My name's Owen and I'm delighted to be joined by two of my film-loving friends. They're going to make more of an iconic cinema double act than Han and Chewie, uh, than Beavis and Butthead or Butch and Sundance. It is, of course, Justin Stafford and Paul Moore. Hello. Hey. I'm getting used to these new chairs. I mean, it's a bit more comfier than the podcast studio. The only reason we're all here is because of these Amazing red chairs. Yeah. Like, I think I could sleep on this. This is great. Um, I don't think that's allowed, but that's, oh, okay. that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you set the bar high for comedic duos that we now have to talk, by the way. Yeah, and we don't have another third party at all because Rory has uh, sadly passed away over Christmas period. <laughs> well, for, for anyone uh, who is currently missing Rory Cashin um, from previous versions of The Big Review. See, don't worry, he will be back. He hasn't actually uh, passed away, as Paul morbidly I said. I wanted to do um, a Weekend of Bernie's type episode with him. Just here. Like, with a pair of sunglasses strings, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And just string them up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, if he we hasn't we fully... Done, we have a new set, like, we can do these things. If you'd like to get in touch with the Big Reviews and let us know how much you love our fancy new red chairs as well, they're all with thanks to Omniplex, by the way. Thanks, Omniplex. Nice plug, by the way. First know, one. Yeah. 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 Nice and smooth. Seamless. They're going to love that. Omniplex, yeah. which camera am I looking in? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can tweet us at Big Reviewski. Or you can WhatsApp us on the world's longest and most forgetful number. Pick zero, a number. Zero. Pick <laughs> a number. No, I actually, I actually have the number written down this time. So oh, you're all professional now. You have a nice studio. Zero, zero. Change, man. Bit three, of money five, and you're three. just different. You can just pick any number. Zero, zero, three, five, three, eight, seven, four, zero, zero, one, one, zero, three. Uh, as we said before, no Rudy nudies, please. Just keep it, keep it nice and clean. Yeah, we, have the screen, we have the screens, though, so... That's not what the screens are for, trust me. Um, they're for other things, not really nudies. Um, we'll see about that. So we have uh, a brilliant first show coming up for you this week. Uh, some amazing guests. Um, Stan and Ollie is a brand new film. It's out in Irish cinemas at the minute. And we're going to have the stars of that film, John C. Reilly and Steve Coogan, uh, later on. And as well, we're going to have the original mother flipper of them all, Mr. Samuel L. Jackson, to talk about his brand new release. And Paul, you, you had a chance to meet him. Like, was it... It's just cool. <laughs> like, you, you met him before and you're, like, you're very aware... Like, these things are always like, oh, you're respectful and you, you're prepared and you go in. You're just very aware it's Samuel L. Jackson sitting across the room and you don't really shake that. I think I was professional. I mean, you'll see later. I liked it. He didn't leave the room or I didn't offend him. Well, yeah, that's true. He's still, he's still sitting there <laughs> by, I, the, I didn't by say the end like, of the uh, interview. Uh, you in film, uh, love you. Like, I think I was relatively we coherent. edited those bits out. So that's yeah, okay. good job. Um, we're also going to have loads of cool prizes to give away. We've got some Lego gift sets and Omniplex tickets as well. So stay tuned uh, with how to, you, uh, how to win those. Um, right, but first of all, um, each week we're going to have a big question on the show. We want you to get in touch with your answers as well. But for this week's big question, we were wondering. Oh, look, it says big question. Oh, look, at that. look at that. Look at that. Uh, putting that money to good use already. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's true. Um, it is the big question. Um, but yeah, as we said, it is a brand new film. And we were wondering, um, well, what out of the new releases that are going to be coming up in 2019, what are you most excited about? And Paul, I know you've been banging on about a particular film for a long time. But uh, which one did you go for? Showgirls being re-released. Okay. Yeah. And if that didn't happen? Uh, yeah, this time last year I got burned because Predator was my pick for last year. And I did like it, but it wasn't as much as I want. But there's no way I can get burned two years in a row. With now official title, been released this week, John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. I mean, that <laughs> picture alone, I would buy... So what's happening here? What is John Wick up John Wick on a horse being chased by people on motorbikes with swords through New York. 
and I presume he's got some guns there. Like, I mean, he's got... Probably one I presume the horse has guns. Yeah, like everything has got guns. Uh, same director, John McChapter 2, is back. Um, and if you remember that one, basically he has a hit on his head for everybody in the world. He's after John McChapter 2, after he's excommunicado. He sent out a wee text yeah. and like, kill John Wick. Exactly, so it's John Wick versus the world, so... I don't think you need any other... You don't need a plot, although there, I'm sure there is one there. <laughs> they probably do have yeah. a plot. Yeah. But like, there's well, Halle Berry's there, you've Lawrence Fishburne, I think that's like the fifth time him and Reeves have worked together. Uh, and I remember the director had the best pitch I've heard. He's like, ninjas, ravens, dogs, horses, kung fu, John Wick, guns, samurais. Like, what? I don't need to know anything <laughs> like, else. It's literally a list of your favourite things in the world. Like, and so. Keanu is, like, the coolest guy ever. And he's a hell of a nice fella. And uh, it's a trilogy that started, like, it really came under the radar the first one. Remember, you talked to him for the first film. And, like, people were like, Jesus, this is, like, a word of mouth stuff. The second one was, we went to see it together. I was laughing at parts of it. It was so good. It was amazing. And then, like, uh, if they're going to finish it off, if they're going to do it well. Does anybody know what Parabellum means? Like, I've no... Does, does it have... A, what, what does it actually mean? <laughs> I remember reading about this. It does have a meaning. I don't know. I don't know this. <laughs> I remember reading it, but yeah. I have no idea. Next what it is. big question. I know what does Parabellum mean. How about you ask Justine, and I'll go check out my phone here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Justine, what film are you looking forward to most in 2019? So, and does it have the word Parabellum in the title? It does not, unfortunately. But I am also looking forward to Toy Story Four. Okay. Yes. Parabellum. Toy Story Four. Parabellum. Of course. The page. Uh, John Wick features. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, riding around Buzz and Woody. <laughs> Great. Toy Story Five. Here we come. But Toy Story Four because this was. Back a long road. Toy Story is the first film I ever saw in the cinema. So I've grown up with it. It's a part of me. And we've kind of had a few false starts with Toy Story 4. You know, there's been a few, is it happening? Is it not? And it is. And they've, <laughs> it is happening. <laughs> I can confirm. Is it happening? Is it not? And the answer is, it is. It is. Uh, there's been a lot of, though, we've some new characters added in. So I'm really excited about Keen Peel featuring in it. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. There are characters in it. Um, Keanu's in it too. Bunny. Yeah. Man just keeps going. Um, so we Ducky and Bunny are the two characters they play, and we have a, had a few teaser trailers, and honestly, they're just playing the Key and Peele comic show. Unbelievable, it's incredible, and like I think it's actually summed up by Bunny the character when he says in the teaser trailer, he's just like Toy Story is my jam, and I'm like that is me. That, that is, me. is it is my jam. So, yeah. But I'm kind of scared because Toy Story three was the perfect end of the trilogy, so I'm scared about it making a fourth one that they're going to ruin that but I'm also confident that Pixar have never really done something without fully having a reason to most like, of the time yeah. most of the time yeah. yeah definitely you look at like Incredibles Incredibles 2 yeah. Lion King, Lion King. Like, it's it, always, yeah. absolutely so I feel like it has something really important to say like, one <laughs> this is just they're not going to do that to me to my childhood um, no, I'm, Toy I'm still getting over the fact that Toy Story was her first film in the cinema I feel, <laughs> I all, I feel older like, than a dinosaur shit <laughs> 1995 yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I genuinely I was such a nerd I used to write Andy on the bottom of my shoes oh really yeah. on the bottom of what, your shoes yeah. and what happened and did your mommy and daddy throw them out and all? They, well, I grew out the shoes. Oh, well, that makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah. And then I kind of got older and decided I probably should stop writing I got older on my shoes. And why yeah. stuff? The claw the, the alien is No, I no, can confirm. No it's not rolling my shoes today. <laughs> I left those shoes at home. But uh, the story, what we know so far, we know very little, really, so mm. much. But um, it's basically in the last scene of the film in Toy Story 3, we see Andy leave for college and he leaves his box of toys with Bonnie. So yeah, I know that really was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. But in this film, we see Bonnie add a new character and toy to the toy box called Forky, who is having somewhat of an existential crisis, um, which then leads the whole gang to go on a road trip and discover a lot about themselves. Mm. The eternal question, if they always thought they were real, why'd they stay quiet around adults? 
That's a real. That's a real. That's, that's I've never got to the bottom of that. Maybe the last. Maybe the answer. The last written this yeah. one. That's yeah. exactly. It's an yeah. existential, <laughs> car, like character-driven stuff, and they all have abstract thoughts, and they're all going through character crises, and they're kind of alcoholics and questioning the meaning of their life. <laughs> kids yeah, will. Yeah, kids will. And then definitely. John comes in yeah. on that horse. Well, you see, this is a nice tie-in because uh, obviously Keanu Reeves mm. is John Wick, and then he's in Toy Story uh, Four as well. And then you mentioned uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, because the film that I've chosen for uh, 2019 is Us, which is directed by Jordan Peele and uh, and written by him as well. So uh, obviously he wrote and directed Get Out, which is just incredible from a couple of years ago. And uh, this one, like, he's releasing, like, really mysterious posters. But the first trailer for it came out just uh, a wee while ago. Christmas Day. Was it Christmas, Christmas Day? Day really? Really? It's like, happy, happy Christmas Day. Happy Christmas So yeah, uh, if you've seen the trailer, um, and it's up on Joe there as well, but uh, you've got uh, Elizabeth Moss is in it and Lupita Nyong'o, who plays the mother in this family. And the family, you know, uh, you know, lovely family, uh, a young uh, son and daughter, the mommy and daddy, they head off to a beach house. And then these unwanted visitors, all visitors are kind of unwanted mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. but they arrive and uh, there's something really uh, weird about them. But the thing is, and you see this in the trailer, is that it's them. It's, well, it's us. It's, it's their actual, it's <laughs> other versions of themselves. <laughs> yeah, like there's another big review ski just happening over there somewhere like with us in it. But um, it's a really, really freaky trailer. But, you know, um, like even any of those uh, Kim Peele sketches, they're like mini films oh, anyway. incredible. So it was no surprise like the Get Out was amazing and they've done other like amazing TV work like Fargo and stuff. So it's great that they're in Toy Story 4. Oscar winner as well. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, for for now, screenplay yeah. off uh, of Get Out, so no, cannot wait for uh, for us to come. And you're out. a big horror wuss as well. I'm surprised at that. Oh, massive horror wuss! But yeah. this the trailer was just too good, and because I loved Get Out so much as well. But um, Owen's probably even going to scream here because he thinks this is a cinema. If he saw a horror yeah. clip, yeah, we'll see that later. We're holding the ground. Yeah, that well, actually, at least I have backup now because I am not oh, it's two the against best. one. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the biggest fan of horror. You know, well, so, it's Paul and Roy are hard as nails. Hill? So, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, but no, yeah, no, no uh, you mentioned holding the ground there because we mm. are going to have a, a new weekly feature on the show, which is looking back at uh, our favorite big trailer of the week. Um, and actually, just recently this week, uh, Spider Man Far From yeah. Home. Uh, drop, but no, the one we've chosen this week, or well, Paul, you you chose, you spotted it on site. Yeah, this is one, uh, it had a few screeners um, just to get early word of buzz out to the press about two months ago, and since then, uh, it's been picked up by A24, which is, uh, if you know, A24 had The Witch, they had It Comes at Night, and they had um, uh, a few other, uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer was them, but they're predominantly named for finding very good horror films market them to a big audience and they basically just explode from there but um, yeah the trailer was amazing because it's uh, Shauna Kerslake who a lot of Irish fans I know from um, Day from Mad Mary and Can't Cope Won't Cope and she was also in uh, Dublin All School uh, really talented actress and it was so creepy when I thought it was premiered at Sundance as well so they obviously wow. really have a lot of faith in it shown on the festival circuit but very odd to see it's one thing we don't really do too well horror but like contemporary horror as well Um I was very impressed by it. And from what I've heard, I know Rory's seen it, a few other people have as well. Uh, they're talking about it in 
really one to watch terms. The fact it was picked up is a great sign. Uh, the little kid in the James Quinn Markey as well, I've heard, is fantastic. And little kids in horror films always scared. <laughs> yeah, they always were. Be, uh, well, let's, uh, the full trailer is up on joe.ie. Uh, you can check it out there. But let's take a little uh, other clip. And, uh, March 1st, I think it's out. March 1st. Let's take a wee look here. The hole in the ground. Chris, wait. Never run off me like that again, okay? There with me loud knocks come knocking on There's something not right with him lately. I can't put my finger on a but I know. It's not your boy. Little children and old women. Yeah, and uh, yeah, kids eating bugs and, you know, all, all the hallmarks. And it also reminds me a bit of the orphanage, you know, how much I love that with the knocks and stuff like that. So clearly taking good inspiration from other stuff. Is that why Rory's not here today? Is he still... He's still just, scared. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. scared shitless. Yeah, 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 and uh, managed to actually bump into the director of randomly on a night out. Oh. <laughs> so it's directed by Lee Cronin. Lee Cronin, yeah. yeah, yeah talented yeah. Uh, young up-and-coming Irish filmmaker and... Uh, yeah, he was buzzing the fact that because it was just after it was picked up by A24, it was around Christmas time. So he was like the happiest man in Ireland. So uh, when it comes out, I think uh, it gets good reviews. I'll probably bump into him and be even happier. Yeah, understandably. So so it's himself and Stephen Shields uh, are the writers of the film as well. And so no, best of luck with that. But like the trailers, anything to go by, um, it looks it looks incredible. And don't ever you know be around any. You're a dad, so like even your own kids. Just <laughs> I like, am. Scared, what a surprise! Just scared the hell out of you. Just like don't don't look don't look at anything like that. Yeah, any any. Any no, toddlers, kids, keep children yeah. away, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so each week we're also going to have some uh, massive interviews, uh, some big stars from the big releases that are out uh, any particular week. So um, as I said, we're spoiled for choice this week because we have the stars of Stan and Ollie. They were in Dublin recently. Uh, that's Steve Coogan and John C. Riley. And I know, Justine, you've, uh, you've had a chance to see, see the film. film as well. It is out in Irish cinemas now. It's a lovely uh, film where their performances... Um, they're perfect in those two roles. Anyway. Perfectly, yeah. Cast. Um, yeah, but uh, I was hoping the film itself would just be maybe like a little bit funnier. But I think it was very slow, just the pace of the film. Like, I love Lauren Hardy. Like, I remember as a kid watching all those old videos. So for me, I loved it anyway. But I just felt the pace, like the last, without well, giving it away, the last part of the film I thought was really strong. Um, there's one uh, character in it as well. Again, uh, once Rory's back, we'll, we'll land this on him. But um, one of uh, the guy's wives uh, is a Russian oh, yeah. lady. And she's just, she's the funniest thing in the entire film. But uh, completely deadpan and completely sarcastic. Uh, oh, massively cotton. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just a, a female Rory Cashin, basically. That, yeah, and I wish I'd known that going into the film because I found this afterwards. And if I did, actually, I don't think I could have concentrated during the film if I'd known that because I just would have been like, <laughs> Rory. Well, Rory actually had a chance to meet uh, Steve Coogan, uh, John C. Reilly and uh, John Baird, the director of the film. They were, uh, as I said, in Dublin and they had the interview in the Olympia Theatre because that's where Laurel and Hardy played whenever they came to Ireland as well. So stunning. It was their last show. Uh, One of their last, yeah. 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 Um, really like magical kind of setting for it. But uh, yeah, you can see, again, the full interview is up on Joe. But uh, here's a little clip from it where Rory was asking 
the two guys about because they've got such iconic comedy mm. characters, whether it's uh, John C. Reilly and his work like in Step Brothers and films like yeah, yeah, exactly. Walkard, massively underappreciated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Walkard. Yeah, and then Steve Coogan is Alan Partridge, yeah. so it doesn't get much better than that. But Roy was asking them basically, uh, how do they feel um, whenever you know people like Laurel and Hardy or them as comedians and actors that their work has a really positive impact on people and really like cheers them up. Yeah, that's the point of the whole thing, bringing joy to the world, you know. I, I get paid pretty well to be an actor, but that's not why I did it. You know, I, I'm, I'm well known now, but that's not why I did it. I did it because I love to commune with audiences and I love to be a channel for people's experiences. And uh, yeah, I mean, people come up to me all the time. Servicemen come up to me all the time, actually, and talking about Step Brothers and Talladega Nights and saying, you know, well, when I was in Iraq... You know, this, we, it was so difficult, but all me and all my friends, we'd all watch Step Brothers, and you made my life a lot easier, so thank you. Like, I can't tell you, that, that has a huge impact on you when you hear that. It's not just fun and games, and it's not just, you know, the glitz of Hollywood or whatever. Mm. You're making an impact on it, people's yeah, lives with it, comedy. It, it's, it's true. I, I, funnily enough, I mean, I, d- I spent a long time in comedy, but actually doing this movie made me look at comedy in a slightly different way than mm. I'd, be, I'd been used to in the past and made me appreciate that... Uh, because sometimes you sort of think that uh, even when you do it, that comedy is, if you like, fundamentally silly. And it's actually really important. And, uh, and it does make a difference in, in people's lives. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had letters from people who came to see my show. And, 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 and you see that it's not just something you do as a profession. It, you know, it's, it's odd that it's our job and part of our job, in, in not necessarily in this film, but, but although we do do it in this film, uh, is um, when part of your job is to make people laugh, that's, um, it's quite an uh, important, privileged position to have. Absolutely, absolutely. John, John, Steve, thank you so much. You're not leaving, are you, Stan? The show must go on. <laughs> when you watch our movies, it's just the two of us. All we had was each other. <laughs> They may regret Rianne. And you shouldn't regret Rianne either. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Stan Laurel and Mr. Oliver Hardy. I'll miss us when we're gone. So will you. That was a clip from Stan and Ali, which is out in Irish cinemas now, so you can go and check it out. And as we said, the full interview uh, with Rory and with the director of the film and John C. Reilly and Steve Coogan is up on Joe. Um, as you were saying, like, John C. Reilly, always a dapper-looking man. Oh, he loves a fine suit, a fine three-piece. Like, any time, even when he was over the record, Ralph, the news so much of that, like, he's just always looking slick. He um, he loves the place here. He obviously loves okay. coming back as well because um, Paul, you met him like just before Christmas. Yeah, for Edgar uh, Ralph yeah. too. Yeah, when he uh, properly said that he's an honorary Irishman, and he's just like going with that lie. Like I don't need the passport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I'm, I'm Irish. But uh, a name sure, like John C. Reilly. Exactly, like, come on. Yeah, sure. He's, uh, he shot the lobster here, didn't he? And he's always in the Galway film flaw. Uh, singing his heart out after a few points as well but uh, yeah, lovely fella and uh, I actually haven't seen him yet so I'm looking forward to getting stuck in yeah, there's a lovely scene I just think it's fantastic where they're getting off the boat in Ireland and there's just nuns 
looking onwards. They're like Beatlemania, but with a load of nuns and then girls Irish dancing. And it's as if, you know, it's a stereotype, Ireland, but that's no exaggeration. That's pretty much that's exactly what happened. That, that's yeah. what happens, yeah. definitely, definitely. As you said, it's out in Irish cinemas now. Now, one of the big releases coming out this week is Glass, the latest film from the, the movie Mastermind of M. Night Shyamalan. And he's worked with... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, is it just in, in Unbreakable yeah, just originally? Unbreakable, that, yeah. was, that was the first one. So they've teamed up again uh, for Glass. And just before uh, we see some of Paul's interview with Mr. Sam Jackson, uh, here's a little clip from the film. I've been waiting for the world to see that we exist. May I meet the beast? I hope for your sake that he likes you. That sounds like the bad guys teaming up. A lot of people are going to die. Don't do this. Are you ready? What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name. As you said earlier, Paul, uh, no matter what he does, he's just effortlessly cool. And he looks like uh, sitting there with that big afro in the wheelchair, just like kind of masterminding over everything. Um, it's good to have Elijah back. I call him first name Mr. Last name Baddest Mother. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he was an uh, absolute gent when I got to chat with him. Uh, really, real pleasure to be in his company because I read an article. He apparently, someone did like an algorithm or one of those science nerds crunched numbers in terms of like sequels and spin offs and kind of that flowchart. He's the most influential actor of all time. Influential actor, franchises, money, like spin-off stuff, like, and it would make sense, like Star Wars, Incredibles, Marvel, uh, like, like, and then Jurassic Park, even like he was in that. You forget that, like the amount of money that man has made from films <laughs> yeah, is yeah. just mad. Like, well, he, um, as we were saying earlier on, the new Spider-Man trailer mm. uh, arrived this week. And then he pops up in that as well, like as Nick Fury. And, <laughs> like, a, young, and a younger version in Captain Marvel. And yeah, in the Captain here, yeah. Marvel trailers as well. So like, it doesn't matter what age Sam Jackson is. <laughs> he's, he's just working. He's, he's just, working. He's just everywhere. I'd um, love to just interview him. I don't know why. On a plane, eating jelly snakes. <laughs> just jelly <laughs> snakes. <laughs> snakes on a plane. Well, like, I didn't do that this time. It was, just, it, was, it was just a very nice hotel in London. And he was an absolute gent. Uh, and, and he actually has loads of passion for this. Because uh, obviously, for anyone who saw Unbreakable, will know that how that ended left the universe to be explored, which we did, we get back to when we review it, which he did in Split. But all the years, he's been pushing M. Night Shyamalan to make this film. And like, for an actor, as we mentioned, of such a big clay, he really wanted this done. There's a great story of him meeting Shyamalan in LA and he rolled down his window and his car and he goes, well, are you making that sequel, motherfucker? <laughs> and he got his way. So uh, that's one of the first questions I asked him, like of all the characters he could have played. And he can pick and choose what he wants to be in. Like he forced his way into Star Wars just because he wanted yeah. to be in Star Wars. Yeah. I said, what was it about Elijah that wanted him to come back to this project and make glass because it was shot for 20 million none of the actors got their usual fee this is a really low budget for such a big film and uh, yeah I just wanted to know what was it about the purple suit he was so willing and so you know excited to get back on again knowing that Elijah is 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 this individual it was always interesting to me you know, what was happening in this place where they had him contained uh, what was going on there yeah. uh, and 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 how was was he surviving in that, you know, and knowing that, like I said, you know, being the sharpest knife in the chopping block, there was no way they were going to outwit him yeah. or, you know, break him. He'd already been through enough, you know, physical uh, pain and everything else in his life that, you know, there was pretty much nothing they could do to, to, 
to break him or change him. He just sounds so laid back all the time. So was he sitting point, in one of these chairs at the yeah. time? That would obviously work. So at that point, I've got over my initial fear of like, you know, oh my yeah. God, it's Sam Jackson, so I'm relatively coherent. But um, yeah, you act, you chatted to him, I think, before in a previous film, I think it was Kong. For Kong, And you said yeah. he was coming to Belfast to do the blob, and obviously actors' yeah. projects fall through. But he's been to Ireland so many times, like, you know, he's, the one thing he's loved doing, it's working. And then playing golf. Yeah. Because he's a massive golfer. And Spending he's all his billions. Yeah, and he was, uh, I just asked, like, you know, because he's such a busy slate and he seems like he's in everything. Like, when is he actually take time off when? and yeah. relax? Yeah. Uh, and he said he might be coming back to these shores very soon. So, here you go. I had great times in Ireland. I've also, the, the sickest I've ever been in my life, I was sick in Ireland, too. Had Please food elaborate. <laughs> had food poisoning from eating some oysters in Ireland. But... Uh, I feel like this interview could probably shut down a restaurant here, so... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of a pro, you're never yeah. just going to get involved. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, smashing work on glass, pardon the pun, and uh, continue doing great stuff. I'm really looking forward to seeing what's coming up in the slate as well. Thank you. We'll get you back to Ireland and we won't poison you this time, I promise. Good, yeah. I want, I want to go back to Limerick and play uh, <laughs> that course again. <laughs> Sweet. All right. I love that you promised Samuel L. Jackson that if he came back down we wouldn't poison him. Can you imagine, <laughs> like, like, yeah. can you imagine being the person that poisons Samuel L. Jackson? I would crap myself for a week. Well, like, obviously there's a restaurant out there now. I didn't want to name them. No, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't want to first show the, the, the new big review scheme. Shut down a restaurant. By, yeah, yeah, some restaurant in Ireland, yeah. yeah. So TripAdvisor now on Limerick, just fine. <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. he's there, Sam <laughs> Jackson, 42. Yeah, like, um, the worst Sam oysters Jackson, ever. never heard him. What's yeah. he in? But, um, yeah, so obviously, as we said, Glass is coming out in cinemas this week. Um, it's tied into Unbreakable, mm. starring Bruce Willis, and then Split uh, with James McAvoy from just a couple of years ago. But, uh, yeah, what did you think of the film? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of hard to talk about without giving some context to what came before. Like, if anyone saw Unbreakable was, like, released in 2000, uh, the premise, Bruce Willis was David Dunn, the character who survived this horrific train crash without a scratch on him. And then as you learn the film, it's kind of a, what you think is a drama, ultimately is a superhero origin film, in that the perpetrator of that horrific train crash was Elijah Price, uh, who comes to Mr. Glass, and he's kind of the opposite of that. He His bones break very, very easily. Um yeah, and a lot, it was before its time. It's a really weird thing because uh, Split came along and in the James McAvoy and you had the beast, that story about abducting the three girls and all the alter egos. And McAvoy's brilliant in that and he's brilliant in this. And there was that little bit at the end when you just see the character of David Dunn pegged on the end. They're like, oh, you know, oh, it's a sequel to Unbreakable. So it's a very strange production. Glass is the third part of a trilogy that's been 20 years in the making from about a sequel that nobody could talk about at the time and strangely enough, the characters from Unbreakable are owned by a different studio. So even the two studios didn't know that they were working together on Glass. And uh, nice, uh, M. Night Shyamalan talks about that with us, uh, you can see on Joe. As for the film, so you got all these three coming together. Uh, Sarah Paulson's character is a psychiatrist, Dr. Ellie Staple, who is uh, in the present world. And this kind of strange phenomenon of people thinking that they're superheroes is kind of widespread in society. And she deals with a section of... Uh, research that kind of treats people like this. Um, ultimately, you get the three of them locked together. I won't give it too much. You've got David Dunn, Bruce Willis, uh, Mr. Glass, and The Beast together. Uh, in terms of acting, McAvoy is excellent. So if you like Split and what he did there, you really love it. In fact, he actually brings in two extra Irish characters uh, on top of like Patricia and Hedwig and Dennis and Orwell and Jade and all the other 20, whatever it is, 24 yeah. characters he has. And he's, there's one scene in particular when he switches between about six characters. 
seamlessly and you're just like, that's kind of worth the admission fee alone just for that. Um, without giving too much weight, Jackson is, is excellent as Mr. Glass, but he takes a while to warm into the film. For a large part, he mentioned actually in the interview, like he doesn't do an awful lot because you kind of have him, because he's so, his mind is so sharp and he's always two steps he's at everyone. He's kind of comatose and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, Shyamalan actually pitched this as kind of like a one floor of the cuckoo's nest the deconstruction of the of the kind of superhero Marvel world and it's kind of accurate but I think I mentioned earlier it was only shot for 20 million the performances are good but you do get the feeling that the budget really lets it down in the final act it got really bad reviews in America but I genuinely don't think it's as bad as what a lot of people have said Shamlin kind of seems to be one of those directors that splits a lot of critics because I remember he released Lady in the Water and he had a character and that was a film critic and it was a really nasty right. one yeah, yeah. And because at the time the village got slayed and people thought oh what's he having a go I really yeah. like the village I like and the I village really like the yeah. visit as yeah. well yeah. 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 so he's kind of he's made he had that unbelievable start Six Sense Unbreakable signs and then he had like Last Airbender and stuff like that and After mm. Earth and some bad stuff <laughs> yeah. and as you mentioned the visit and split you kind of pick back up this for me I enjoyed it but it's pretty much the characters and the acting kept me. As I said, Jackson's excellent. McAvoy's brilliant. Bruce Willis is really just sidelined. Like, he doesn't really do much. <laughs> but, like, he actually, I don't know, like, he's kind of just bland. He's busy making him. Death Wish films. Exactly. So he is, yeah. But then again, Bruce Willis, you never really go see a Bruce Willis film for his acting. That's <laughs> yeah. um, there were moments in particular that you, it's kind of hard to talk about with a Shyamalan film and not use the T word. Yeah. Twist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I was kind of with it till the end and, I, and as a fan of Unbreakable I was like oh okay oh yeah I got one of those kind of like oh he, oh my gosh moments at the very end um, obviously if you've seen Science I've seen Split on Unbreakable you'll appreciate it on a whole different level because it is within this world but I, I enjoyed it I'm not going to say it's the best thing I've ever seen but I would go see it just for McAvoy alone because there are moments when he literally carries the weight of the three actors next to him on top of the 24 different personalities he has in his head. He's superb in it. I think if they had a spin-off just of the character Patricia, I'd go and see it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. James McAvoy as Patricia yeah. is, is brilliant. Just, yeah. That wasn't me, it was Patricia. That's my <laughs> yeah. motto for so much <laughs> yeah. of my life. It's just so but I remember, I was, perfect excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was chatting with Rory and I actually preferred this to Split because I wasn't completely gone on Split now, to right. be honest, but... I'd say that's controversial yeah. opinion of the year one. Well, Glass is out in Irish cinemas this week, so uh, go and check it out. Yeah, definitely, if you're a fan of Shyamalan films and uh, Unbreakable and Split as well. Um, it's not the only big release out this week, though. Um, there's a small matter of Saoirse Ronan and Margot Robbie going head-to-head in, uh, in Mary, Queen of Scots. Now, uh, a lot of like Oscar chat, awards chat around this because... I think what, Saoirse Ronan's about 24 years old now, <laughs> so she's inevitably going to get nominated for this, um, which I think will be her first, or sorry, fourth, 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 fourth yeah. nomination. Um, Margot Robbie's in there as well uh, as Queen Elizabeth, and uh, basically all my history lessons basically just consist of watching Braveheart on repeat, Long basically. Yeah. <laughs> Long shanks, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so... Filmed in Justine's own meat. Oh, was it? Yeah. You live in Scotland? Flew in for this. But yeah, the full review of Mary, Queen of Scots is up on Joe at the minute, but uh, Rory had a chance to see it. And um, the thing that he's been raving about is the, the, the performances from 
Saoirse Ronan and Margot Robbie as well, um, which is no surprise really because the two of them are just anything that they're in, they're usually yeah. pretty much mm. like far and away the best thing. And it's so dying to see them uh, go head to head. But Mary Queen of Scots um, is out in cinemas this week. Here's a little look at the film. We have a scourge upon our land. There's a woman with a clown. Your beauty, your bravery. Now I see there is no cause for envy. Your gifts will be your downfall. Should you murder me, remember you murder your sister. And you murder your queen. One of the things Roy actually comments on in his review as well is that, um, like, Saoirse Ronan, she's just so good at accents as well because she speaks flawless French in this film. Uh, Like, English as well and Scottish, Scottish, fluent Scottish. She's amazing at that as well. Um, But, uh, yeah, so Mary Queen of Scots out in cinemas this week as well. Um, One other big release that's coming out is Beautiful Boy, uh, starring Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet. And as you say, Paul... Timothy Chalamet. So hot right now. So he is so, so hot, hot right, right now. now. What is the crack with Timothy? Like, why? So, are you, like, the world is in love with, uh, I can't oh. keep saying his name, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. He and always has his full name. The full yeah. name. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just flawless from, you know, first film I've seen of him. Like, I mean, Lady Bird, he's flawless. Mm. In, uh, Call me by your name. Call me Call by, by your name. name, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was his really breakthrough role. That's an incredible film. Yeah. He's so strong, isn't he? Is well, it, they think they're good mates as well, yeah? Well, from working together in Lady Bird, yeah. you would imagine that they, they would have uh, stayed in touch as well. I think sales of peaches have gone... Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that boy loves peaches. He sure does. Yeah. Get us by um, the day. But yeah, obviously, he's got an amazing track record of films so far. And, uh, Golden Globe nominated for this as well. For, so he might be in with the Oscar boy. mix, yeah. Yeah, and uh, anytime Steve Carell kind of dips his toe into like... Heavy Serious, drama. Yeah. Uh, it always like well, Foxcatcher. Oh, it creeped the hell out of me in Foxcatcher. Oh, Fox that Catcher. was. And I went with a group of friends who thought like, "Oh, Steve Carell's a good, funny fellow." Like, <laughs> guys going Ooh. wrong, fellow. And was they a, were. Uh, was he a great jerk in the way way back as well? He was an absolute <laughs> asshole. Oh, he was really yeah. that, That's right. So, uh, beautiful boy. Uh, another one of the big releases out this week. Now, at the start of the show, we did promise you that we have got some very cool giveaways uh, to give away, because that's what you do with giveaways, Um, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've got them away to give, nailing those words. Do we not have autocue now that we have (laughs) I I probably need that card. Um, But yeah, we've got some cool um, Lego Movie 2 sets to give away. Um, So we'll have those, and we'll also have some Omniplex tickets, which is handy. Um, So you can go to cinema and check some of these films out as well. They sponsor the show, don't they? (laughs) They do. Yeah, they may, yeah, that works, they may have something to do with it. But um, yes, in order to win those tickets or being with a chance of winning them uh, each week, we're going to do a little thing uh, called, uh, it's like a film riddle, but it's called a high clue. Now, before everybody just switches off their whatever you're watching oh, this they, Oh, they listen to <laughs> Oh, they listen. Oh, they know. <laughs> if you did listen to uh, the original version of our podcast, you'll know that these little film riddles are basically based on... Uh, a haiku, Japanese poetry, all the way. My Love it. What's your favorite poetry? What's your favorite poetry? But it's three lines of text, uh, and you have to write them in five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Now, this all sounds really complicated. It's not. It's basically every time you watch a film, you write one of these haikus, and uh, you try and guess what the film is. So we have an example one here. So if we can get the example one up on screen. Okay, so here we go. I'm loving so, this new technology. So, yeah. so we've got Jack's blue in the face. 
draws her. Oh, uh, he draws French, her like yeah. a French girl. Heart of the ocean. Ask, so if yeah. you if you do a syllable check on that, you've yeah. got Jack's blue, blue in, in the, the face five. That's the part that always I used to fall down on. Numbers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> numbers are what always <laughs> threw Rory and Paul. <laughs> Justine, you're in here to like to big up the numbers. Oh side yeah, so, honours yeah. maths. Here we go. <laughs> uh, he draws her like a French girl. Yeah. Seven and Heart of the Ocean uh, 5. So 575, yeah. so checks out. So we're all good. Yeah. Um, the High Council like of High Board. No, 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 we do have a Hiracy <laughs> Council who actually sort through these things. There is. As well. okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three. Uh, you don't want to be pulled up in front of that, Justine. No, I, that's I got piracy. flogged multiple, multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. he's gone. Um, yeah, so, uh, so the clues in this one, obviously, uh, Jack's blue in the face. Uh, so you think of like a film character named Jack. Uh, go slightly blue. French girl is probably a dead giveaway, and then heart of the ocean. Um, so the answer is showgirls. Showgirls. <laughs> what did you say? Lion King. Lion King. Yes. I think I might uh, have something to do with that ship on the ice with the with your one from uh, you possibly. Know, yeah. Yeah. You know, if, and your man, your man, the famous guy, is in the party. Yeah. Your man who thinks he was the king of the universe or something like that, wasn't it? Billy yeah. Zane. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Yeah. So the answer obviously is Titanic. drum roll. It's Titanic, of course, um, and. Proof that it's Titanic is whenever it says Titanic on the screen. When you see, look at that! Oh my you god! See? But is... what we've done for uh, the competition high clue, we have made them slightly harder. So Justine and Paul, I know you haven't seen this yet. No. So um, we'll do we'll do a syllable check. Uh, we'll make sure it all checks out. And uh, but please, if you do know the answer, don't shout it out. Um, okay. So this week's competition high clue. Ready to go. So okay. Luther's poisoned bride, okay. uh, pumpkin and honey body. Case uh, the restaurant. Case the restaurant. So, syllable oh, check yeah. on that. Luther's poisoned bride, pumpkin and honey bunny. Case the restaurant. So five seven five. We're all sorted. So <laughs> you can't do anything to us. All right. I think I know that one. Do you think you know that one? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Justine, any anything jumping out? It's good because we don't have to shout out the answer yeah, here. So we're going to all wait. Just say, I know it. Just because obviously. you think you're in the big chair, you think you don't have to guess this. Like, you're asking the question. You never got these right. Well, I'm going to write all these ones so you I never, never got have them to right. guess the answer. Don't feel like you're exempt. You never got these. I'll get them. I'll get them. Don't like, worry. we have about, whatever we are, like 30 episodes. Or like, <laughs> actually, more than that. We have about 50 episodes I of the podcast. Some of them. Do you have like a scorecard? Surely should all have every week. I think, I think that's a really good idea. So we can see just how bad they are. Okay, we'll do a high clue scorecard. I'm going to saying that because I'm going to be zero. Like down at the bottom, yeah. we're just like bullying on TV. We're like me and Rory and you are like up here and like oh, it's out here. Yeah. Welcome to the bully reviews. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll be putting that up on social, be up on Joe as well, and you can get in touch with us and let us know the answer, and then you'll be in with a chance of winning those uh, very cool prizes. Thanks, Omniplex. Nice yeah, tickets. Signed. Yeah, definitely. Seamless plug there. <laughs> so seamless. Yeah. Um, well, that pretty much wraps us up for this week. Justine, have you uh, enjoyed your? I know you did a bonus feature before Christmas. I did. But thanks, many for coming along with and doing Rory. this. It has been an absolute honour to be here I'm privileged I'm loving it and these not chairs that, not that much of an honour once you're here you really regret it it'll just suck the soul out of you <laughs> love being here guys definitely yeah. three um, weeks in it's just so yeah. coming up uh, coming up soon in the show uh, we're going to have more with the stars of Glass and the director as well M. Night Shyamalan yeah. and Mr. James McAvoy as well um, so keep an eye out for that loads of cool prizes all the big releases as well and uh He's going to come back, hopefully. Well, it didn't destroy the set in the first episode, so I'm just happy to get through it without bringing down this TV or breaking (laughs) this chair. There's still time. Yeah, the show's not over yet. I will bring the chair home, though. I think we all get to take them home and then bring them back in. You could turn it into a couch. What? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know the arms could do this. The arms come up. Oh, this is amazing. This is huge. (laughs) Episode two. Check it out. We're going to. 
<laughs> yeah, as everyone gets to know each other a little better. That's fine, yeah. Valentine's okay. special. I know, actually. Um, <laughs> to hell with the podcast. This is where it is, lads. Yeah, now I'm going to go play with this chair for a while. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for Take watching. Take it easy. See ya. You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe. Brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas.